Hello, podcast lovers. It's your girl, Queen Shima, and welcome to my podcast. Shout out to my listeners that have been listening to me since day one, since day, since day one. I appreciate it. And shout out to all my new listeners and welcome to my podcast. Let's talk about it where we talk about current events and much more. But I have two stories I want to talk about. So let's talk about the fact that a man was stabbed to death over requesting a cigarette. Also, let's talk about the fact that a woman in Charlotte was doing fraudulent COVID-19 loans. Yes, we're out here stealing loans for people that really need it. Alrighty, so let's get into it. So the first story I want to talk about is the altercation that started a request for a cigarette in New York City ended up with the stabbing stabbing the victim to death basically so police said that an altercation broke out um after a 24 year old man stopped to ask a stranger for a cigarette in hell's kitchen he was fatally stabbed during the altercation just after 11 p.m on tuesday the victim was out for a stroll with his girlfriend in a parking garage on west 42nd street near 9th avenue when he observed a group of three people and he asked them for a cigarette The males got into a fight about the question, which according to the police result in one of the men um, stabbing the victim in the torso. He was transported to the hospital where doctors declared him dead. Um, And also, y'all, there has not been any um, any update, like any arrest right now. And um, in order to notify the victim's family, who police claim is from Brooklyn, no public identification was made. So they have not identified this man because they have not contacted his family yet. But my condolences go out to um, his family. I'm so sorry that this happened to him. Um, This is just a very cruel world for someone to... Uh, stab you or get in an altercation over a cigarette and you know just it just proves that you just have to be really careful out here you don't know what goes through the minds of people and people they're changing and the world is not the same anymore so with that being said like I said my condolences go out to your family I'm so sorry that you guys have to deal with this this cruel world this terrible disgusting world I'm so sorry that it was just that's just a very awful story and normally I like to report about happy stories but I had to report on this story so the next story I want to talk about is how the COVID-19 loan fraud conviction of a Charlotte woman yes someone in my hometown was stealing loans and popping tags so basically um, there was a false COVID-19 loan application according to federal officials result in a Charlotte woman 42 months in prison. So she's going to be in prison for 42 months. Um, her name is Sharpshire. Sharpshire. That's her last name. I don't know how to say her first name. She's 49 and she was found guilty of attempting to get the relief funds. Will also serve three years of supervised release according to court documents. Also, her um, accomplice, uh, accomplice, so she had people with her attempt to collect at least 331000 in total. And in reality, they received 45000 Um, The conviction was announced on Wednesday by Tommy D. Cope, the inspector in charge of the Atlanta Division of U.S. Postal Inspection Service and Danita J. King, the U.S. attorney for the Western District of North Carolina. 
Um, she also was busy attempting to make a fast profit and take advantage of release um, relief supply by the government at a time when the companies and community communities were doing their best to endure the terrible impact of the COVID-19 because the COVID-19 was when it first came out, it was awful. Also this woman, okay. Um, she alleged plot with others to cheat the small business association by submitting false applications for economic disaster relief loans, according to courts records and also under expanded coronavirus aid relief and economic security at business owners impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic had access, access to those loans. Um, her, her and her friends, her accomplishments, her accomplice, um, allegedly uh, submitted at least 10 false EIDL applications to the SBA between July the 2nd and September the 2nd, 2020. According to court documents, false information was provided on forms regarding the total number of employees and gross revenues. According to records, she used the money for a variety of things like personal ins- expenses, including hotel stays, shoppings, cars, and more. Um... I just want to ask you, how can you be so down? Like, they're going to, like, you were messing with federal money. Like, and you didn't think you were going to get caught? (laughs) Y'all took $45,000, tried to get $331,000, was submitting fake applications. Like, you guys didn't think you, you know, wasn't going to get caught. I'm pretty sure there's people out there that did a lot of fraudulent things during the COVID-19. The COVID-19 was a very hard time for a lot of people, but some people took advantage of it. Even scammers calling you, they took advantage of that time and she did the same. But now she's gonna spend 42 months in jail because she was so greedy to the point where she wanted to do something fraudulent. I'm sorry guys, I don't care how broke I get. I am not doing nothing fraudulent. I am not messing with the federal government. Why would I mess with the government's money? That's messing with the government's money. And you didn't think you was gonna get investigated? Just like people was getting arrested over them PPP loans. (laughs) Like, come on now, get it together, get it together. But I just want to thank all my podcast lovers for listening to my podcast. Right now we're up to, I think we're almost to 4,000. If we're not already to 4,000 plays, I am super, super grateful for my audience. Even though it's a small audience, it's still an audience. And I appreciate you listening to all my information that I post on my podcast page anyways make sure you check out because i am going to be releasing another series which will be a gold slayer but gold slayer is going to be a little bit different than what it was i'm going to be showing videos and and i'm going to be showing i'm going to be giving out templates and things of that sort i already got it planned out i'm not for sure if i'm going to make it for subscribers only i am kind of like oh should i make it for subscribers only but then I do want to make it for my free people, okay? You gotta, you gotta, you gotta love the people that like to save the dime. <laughs> Anyways, I just want you to know that I love you. I just thank you for watching my, listening to my podcast. And if you can hear the sound of my voice, that means you still have a purpose.